Finley Toyota Studio on ESPN Las Vegas. You know, it's funny talking to Steve Kim last hour, who's been covering boxing forever, and then he has to admit he's over a friend's house. They're not big boxing fans, but people who watch combat sports, like all three of us, right, and, we, and we've covered it, with boxing especially, you become conditioned to then at times become a defender of the sport, and you know what you're watching. You know you're watching a fight when it's a 119-108 fight, and someone's just being carried to the end, and, and, but Canelo's destroying them, and you're like, crap. Like, I hyped up this fight for everybody, and I know what a bad time everyone's having. And then you just have to lie to everyone, and then you feel like you're dirty. Had people over, pizza and wings. You're around 930. It was like, yeah, let's just go ahead and call it. Tenth mm-hmm. round. Again, like, yeah. turn it off? We, we didn't turn it off. Really? But it was like, if you guys want, just want to leave now, you can't. <laughs> What are you? Were they held hostage? You said they could. You're allowed to leave if you want. No, I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> they're tied up. This is as good as it's going to get. <laughs> Last night's Sunday night football game was wacky on so many fronts because it started out, and I'm like, okay, the Jets are just going to get destroyed. And then I think you're going to bring up a point about Mahomes in a couple of minutes. Um, so it was it was an interesting game. We got to get to the Taylor Swift stuff. Jets were close, but frankly, they did. I think they screwed themselves on a couple of couple of play calls and mistakes, obviously, with the Zach Wilson fumble. And then after the game, this is a weird position to be in. And I'm, I'm curious to hear what Adam's reaction is on this one. Rodney Harrison, who is outspoken, goes on the postgame show. He's got Chris Jones on. And he basically, Rodney Harrison's take is, Zach Wilson sucks. And he wants Chris Jones to say, you're right, Zach Wilson sucks. But he won't do it. We knew it was going to be a battle. He's continuing to get better week in and week out. And he's continuing to lead week in and week out. But watching that tape, man, you got to look at this dude and say, oh, he is garbage. Like, we should we should really tear him apart sure. earlier. Like I said, Zach Wilson is special, man. You just got to give the guy time. You know what I wait, mean? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Zach Wilson is special? Yeah. I think he had a special night, but I don't think he's special. I've got to prove that over the You're special because you proved it over a course of time. He's not special. I'm just saying, Chris. Hey, listen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What'd you see? Not in the game. What'd you see in that conversation? Yeah, he, I mean, he's clearly trying to get him to say something inflammatory, which, look, I, I, I think everyone understands that if you were a media person doing an interview and somebody says something outlandish or over the top or outrageous, you're like, oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. But if you bait them into saying it or, like, drive them into saying it or, like, agreeing with you saying it, which is the worst – like that's not what you're. That's not what you're going for. If you're yeah. legitimate or responsible as a as a media person, and by the way, the, I, I love players that are like the media, the media, the media. Like that's a player. Yep, that's a player doing that. Calling a, a current player garbage, which yeah. so many so many uh, former players are prone to do. Not now, just, now more than ever. Not this, just this calling is, him garbage though. Yeah. Trying to say he's garbage, huh? Like, and if you say yes, you're like. Now you say yeah. Chris Jones said he's garbage. Like no, he was just, he, he was agreeing with something that somebody else said. That yeah. that's 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 crazy. Did you mind the Taylor Swift stuff? Not at all. I don't either. She had the squad there this time. I, I was even more impressed. I, I didn't mind it at all. Super and, friends? and and I w- I would be the I would be the person you know angry Jets fan frustrated who would be the first person to be like no, oh, there's Taylor Swift stuff. I just want to watch the game. Like, I d- it didn't take away from the game. 
I understand what's going on. You just gave the numbers off air. What were the numbers for this game? Uh, peaked at twenty nine and a half million. Right, most watched most watch event since the Super Bowl. Yeah. The uh, the game last week set a record going back to like two thousand twelve. That was twenty five million. So it went up about twenty percent. It also I was I was looking at some of the other the breakdowns of numbers like the um, the demographic shifts were pretty wild. Um, also, not surprisingly. An additional two million female viewers over usual. Yep. Uh, viewership among teen girls from twelve to seventeen was up fifty three percent, which I would think would be even more. Yeah. But that's a pretty staggering and number. This this kind of the complaining from I'm guessing older folks who don't know who Taylor Swift is and that they just want their football and it's probably loser Jet fans in New Jersey and New York is so reminiscent of remember all the protests that were going to go against the NFL and kill the league. You do understand, and I'm putting myself in this group, we don't matter. Right. They know we're going to watch. And they also know most of you who said you're boycotting and you're not going to watch anymore, you're liars, and you have no guts. Because if you really were behind whatever cause you were behind, then don't watch. Don't yeah. watch, but you can't stop watching. So now they're like, hey, we, we have the Cofields and above. Now we have a chance to expand our audience with 17-year-old, you know, and, and like to 34, and then a bunch of women. Yeah, you know what, old guys? It's it's deja vu. Shut up. Yeah. We're going to do what we want. It's huge. It's it's a market that they would have never been able to tap into uh, without her. You're never you're never going to nope. appeal the game necessarily. Can I tell you? This, the teen girls. This is the other one. I'm very secure in my masculinity. I looked up multiple times, and I'm thinking about the audience, and I keep seeing Zach Wilson on a graphic, and I'm like, this son of a – he's he's a freaking good-looking guy. He's like perfect for that audience too. Like he looks like more like a person who would be dating a Taylor Swift. He's a lot younger, well, also, which actually that would work. So she's too young for him. Yeah. Uh, did you? There was a, there was the great. <laughs> Am meme. I wrong? I mean, come on. You, there, you, you can admit he's he's a good looking guy. There was the great right? meme though of of Kelsey and Zach Wilson both looking up to the booth and Kelsey being like, ah, oh, Taylor Swift, right. and Zach Wilson being. Ah, Travis's mom. Yep. This <laughs> like, is right. great. It's all right. You can flex uh, on that. Uh, can I mention real quick? But real, real quick, another yeah. couple numbers. Yeah. Uh, last year's game, it went up 22% from last year's week four game, which was Patrick Mahomes against Tom Brady. So 22% more people watched, mostly because Taylor Swift was on this year. And um, this may be a, a shot at you and your, your folks. Kansas City, 83% of homes were watching the game. Like They're just obsessed. That was the leading market, obviously. Right. The ninth leading market, New York. I, I'll defend that. <laughs> I'm not ashamed care. of that at it's all. The Jets. They just don't care. No, it's Zach Wilson. No, we care about the Jets. I'm, I'm going to tell you what I what I did last night because I got that little TV wall set up, right? So I got three TVs. I got two small ones and a, and a bigger one. And I gave him three series. And the SO wanted to watch, what was it? Oh, it was it was a prequel for the boys? Did you watch the boys? No, you never watched it. No, it's not a prequel. It's a, it's more of a spinoff. Gen V. Okay, so it's a spinoff. Well, I'm trying to figure out the time frame. They're still in the same so, timeline. So it's after? As, no, it's the same timeline as the boys now. Okay, but it, this is just like a college or yeah. You know. So it's a college of superheroes, and the the uh, if you've never seen the boys, it's basically like, hey, this was what really could happen with superheroes. They're not all good. They can use their power sure. to be evil. Um, and then there's a company over them that is just conniving, and it's all about brand and social media and making money. So 
Yeah, after three series, that one on the main TV with the sound on, and the Jets went up in the corner. And then when the Jets started, when it started to get competitive, and Mahomes was kind of unraveling, I was like, "All right, I got to move it down. It, get, it gets the sound again." But for a lot of Jets fans in New, New Jersey, New York, I'm sure they were like, "This sucks. I can't take this." Because it, it once again looked hopeless early in the game. But then the Chiefs, let, the Jets' defense, I think, was the main factor. They did a good job. And then you think Mahomes got hurt, right? I think he came in hurt. You think he came or, in, or hurt? May, maybe he got hurt at some point. But if you watch, and it's not, I, I think it's easy to be like, "Oh, he didn't play very well. He clearly got hurt." Just watch some of the throws. Like there's throws where there are very easy throws that just don't go anywhere near where he's trying to make them go. Yeah. Like that's just not an inconsistent game. There was something wrong with his delivery. His feet were all over the place. Like something was wrong with. I thought him. he threw. This sound weird. I thought he threw. And I, you know what's funny. Uh, I thought the quarterback for UNLV, Jed Mayava, got caught doing the same thing. I sometimes you get caught like not striding into a ball, and you're like erect. <laughs> like it's like there's not you're, you're like standing you're, too you're, tall. You're, you're, yeah, your whole body's not into the motion, and you're kind of just using arm. And I thought, especially in a couple of floaters that went deep, I thought Mahomes did that. Yeah, and I thought his feet were off, and I, it could suggest something with a foot or a leg or you know something off his off his stride. I don't know, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if he pops up in the injury report or if they maybe you know continue to just hide it and. Take a fine potentially, but um, there there looked to be something wrong with the way that he was d- delivering the football, especially late in the game. So um, I don't know. I think it's something to at least watch for. Damon mentioned the Super Friends. Who else was there in that booth? Blake Lively was there. Her husband Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. His best friend Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Sophie Turner, the Queen of the North in the North, Sansa Stark. Sabrina Carpenter. I mean, just a real who's who. Can so I many t- good-looking people. Can I tell you who I felt bad for? Who should have been with all those people, but he couldn't. Wasn't, wasn't Rogers just sitting alone in a in a booth over there with Woody, right? And I'm sure he he kept seeing the shots on TV, and he's like, "Man, I'd like to be over there." You couldn't do it. I'd like to go talk to Ryan Reynolds. You and should Nick Lively. <laughs> you should have watched instead of putting the sound on the the boys show. Yeah, you should have put just put a Taylor Swift album on. Just watch <laughs> just it. Having the have T Swift music playing. Do some research. Know the yeah. title. So yeah, they yeah. make silly references to it in the game. I good. know them. It'd be good. That's funny. All right, well, for the division, that's got to be heartbreaking. I mean, it's going to be tough to catch the Chiefs anyway, who I still don't know if they're going to achieve at like a 13-win level, but that's a game that the Jets could have stolen. Okay, so there there were some weird-looking penalties called and not called. Sure. So what did you think? Because I thought the the really weird play was with uh, Jermaine Johnson being kind of held up and and locked up on the left side of the line, and that was one of those plays where the Chiefs got a first down out of it. To go on that long yeah, drive. Mahomes to... ran for like 22 yards on the play. So, was it a hold or not? It was a hold, but I, I look. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend officials. I think they're terrible. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will I will suggest is that oftentimes you see holds a lot clearly, and they're not always called. We know that. The beg the best way to get a hold called is to kind of fle- freak out. Not not yep. even fall. You're yep. suggesting falling. You've got to at least struggle. And like flail around a he, little he, bit. He, like I couldn't he tell. Just he just kind of let him be held. He I just kind of let himself be held. I think he was like, "This is so obvious. They're going to yeah. call it." But like, you you have to do something because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't hidden. No. Like I saw right some I saw some explanation. I put in a rundown of like some guys like, "Oh, I talked to a ref," and I don't believe you talked to a ref. But it was like this expertise, and one of them was like maybe maybe the guy didn't have the right angle. I'm like, there was there were two officials standing right yeah. there, and they're on an island separated from the rest of the line, and nothing. And then of course you get. I actually do think it was a pass interference by Sauce. Yeah, he the hold. He yeah, whatever. He threw he. You're right. He threw him off. He threw him off his rhythm. But the problem is, then Sauce said after the game, 
they, we, we kind of were doing that all game. Yeah. So for you, I know you always complain about if you're going to call it, you got to be consistent. Well, that was the old. That's actually the old uh, Seahawks philosophy. Remember the the Legion of Boom days, which I would get very annoyed about, is that their strategy essentially, and people give them so much credit for being great. It was we're going to hold every single play. There is no way they're calling it every play. Go ahead and try to call it every play. Mm-hmm. See how mad the fans get about how boring these games are. So we're going to hold every single play, and you might call it one or two times a game, but we'll take that, and we're just going to keep doing it. And and I I think that might be what Sauce is saying. Like we're holding every play. You can just decide to call it right then, but you kind of can't. Yeah, I heard a lot of uh, Colin today on our sister station, Colin Cowherd, and uh, J Mac is a Jets fan, and uh, I don't, I think, I don't know if Colin didn't watch the game or he was just bored, but he just would not engage the whole, you know, the refs blew it for the Jets thing, as uh, McIntyre went on and on. So, I did hear the, you know, the theory today of that. You know, you have to 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 beat the you know to beat the champion. No, you have stop. to beat them down or whatever. Stop. Like stop, stop. no, no, stop. it's not. It's, it's stop. Done. This isn't. This is. We're not judging the game afterwards. You got to so win stupid. by twenty to win by two. Yeah, exactly. This is dumb. Yeah, Jeff didn't deserve to win the game. And when Zach Wilson, after playing a slightly above mediocre game, freaking didn't concentrate and acted like the child he is and fumbled a freaking snap. It's on that, right? Too bad. Yeah. It's not like. Nineteen penalties were called on the Chiefs, and eighty-nine were called on the on the on the Jets. It wasn't that much of a, a factor. It's <laughs> good. That was that was dropped a lot last night too. I have no idea what that is. Nineteen eighty-nine. Nineteen eighty-nine. I like the I like the Taylor Swift stuff. I don't. That's that's just silliness. <laughs> Maybe I'm embarrassed because I'm not. I'm not I, I think I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with the modern times. She's and but she's not really that modern. I mean, she no, is still big. But she is. But uh, I, think, I think one of the one of the predicted final scores on the pregame show was 1989. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was, where Wait, I was getting what? that from. Yeah. Are we allowed to do the score backwards or was yeah, one, it one ninety eight to nine? That was that was nineteen eighty nine. Okay. What do you think of uh, Zach Wilson after the game? I saw I saw Caleb Herring, who's uh, one of our football insiders, former UNLV quarterback, and on the broadcast for the Rebels, uh, said that was a, what a great moment it was watching some of the players, you know, try to pick him up a little bit after you know uh, they were on their way to a loss, and it's a really bonding moment. I'm like, I, I guess. What did I say? What did, what did I say last hour about certain quarterbacks? And actually, we could just go back to the uh, the Canelo fight and how some boxing people are. They're like, yeah, here's the bar, just. <laughs> Tiptoe, you know what I mean? Take a little step over. What is it? It's also the bar so low on Zach Wilson. It it's is. It's like, oh my God, he completed passes. By the way, his PFF score was pretty solid. Uh, there were a lot of passes in that game, again, where you're like, my God, what a yeah, catch by also, the wide receiver. they got to save his ass all the time. took his eye off a snap and dropped it and led yep. to a turnover. That was very costly. Um, I, I also saw it pointed out, and I didn't look this up, but I, I, I saw somebody tweeting about it that uh, it was the – the best EPA game of Zach Wilson's career, the worst of Patrick Mahomes' career, and the Chiefs won. <laughs> so, like, that's a, that's pretty telling. Hmm. Do we have uh, BT sound from a couple weeks ago? You think he is he still he's still fire? Is he still yelling at Jets fans? Because I'll tell you what, that did nothing. It, it it did very little for me because in the end, he couldn't do what he needed to do. He had a ton of mistakes. And I'm not going to get excited that he's he, he took like a baby step forward and played a decent game, but I mean, this guy probably is. Do not tell me today that the season is over. It's over. Get up! No. Stop walking around work like a loser! Get your act together! We're playing until January! There is no way that I'm tapping out now! Yeah, I did last night after the three, three series. 
That TV show was good. I watched three more episodes. Actually, we watched all the way up until uh, I think they only put out three, so we're waiting for the live ones to come out. Sorry, man. I'm not buying into this. I'm not buying into this. I don't think they can tank because they're too good. Trade yeah. for Kirky in, in the in the run game and on defense, but it's a it's a terrible situation. It's not great because they're married to it. Uh, Robert Sala keeps coming out and you know giving positive words. I, it's just it, it's, it's Simeon. It's not going to happen. Trevor Simeon. Time. I'm you know when he's ready, get him in there. I'll take anyone seriously. I can't watch that. All you got to do is get to the playoffs, and then Aaron Rodgers is coming back. So. That's so weird, isn't See it? See the way he was scooting around. <laughs> I know, that's what I was going to say. On the crutches, he's like motoring. <laughs> then he's got like almost no brace on it. I'm like, hey, he's in between a bunch of players. I'm like, get out! Get out of there! Like he's going down the tunnel. I'm like, move! Someone could run into you at any second. Could probably still move better in the pocket than Burrow. It's so bad. <laughs> I, I can't. I just, the, 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 just to watch someone struggle that much with processing action on the field. Well, is would just, you bad. Would you rather right now have, if they allowed it, that Aaron could play on his cart, obviously he would just have to stand in the pocket and throw, or Zach at full capacity? Which one would you rather have in there? Aaron. Takes the snap, drops back, looks left, throws into the end zone. Caught! Alan Lazard! That's a jet touchdown! A rifle shot from Zach Wilson. He finds Lazard. How would you assess Zach's play today? I thought he was really good. Gave us a chance to win the game. Brought us back. If he plays like that, we're going to win a lot of football games. Now, back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota Studio on ESPN Las Vegas. Demond's just smiling. It is gut-wrenching to hear that. Right? Robert Sala. I thought he was really good. Bob, come on. I'm Zach Wilson. thought he was really good. Kept us in a position to, to potentially win the game. That's but that's not that's not a high bar. Stop. So our bet with two other Well, it's T B D on mediocre quarterbacks. Uh Justin Fields kind of shot some life into his reputation there. They lost. He made a big mistake with a fumble. But our bet. That has Justin Fields and Jordan Love. It's JVT with Jordan Love. DeMond was really down in the dumps with Justin Fields. We're just doing PFF, pro football-focused offense grade. He ripped them pretty good this week, right, the Bears quarterback, Adam? What was it, like 82 rating to about 69? Yeah, 82 to 69. And now for the season, through four games, uh, he was down by three points. Now uh, Justin Fields is up by three. Their season rating is a 70 and change to a 67-2. Or is it 70.6 to 67-2. So. Hey, man. Like I said, when, when we first established the bet, what are we going to grade it off of? All I need is the eye test. That's why in the group chat yesterday, I sent the David Fisdale take that for data gif. Take that for data. I don't need PFF. My yeah. eyes tell me that that's, that's Justin Fields it. was balling. Yeah, he was. And the grade backs it up. Uh, uh, there's there's something else that stands out on this list to me that I don't think people are going to like. Yep. And they're going to use it as their critiques of PFF, but there's a reason. Uh, 30th for the week was Jameis Winston. You know what Jameis Winston did? Came out in relief of Derek Carr through one pass, intercepted. He's 30th. 31st, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he had more bad boys. <laughs> right. And Jameis... Pushed it downfield. His yeah. his attempt was a, a long ball right. uh, that was intercepted. O'Connell well, was the lowest rated player on the Raiders' offense. Yeah, but and, he was better and, than and three his, quarterbacks. And his pass grade was uh, even worse than that. Who was he, better than? 
Well, Mac Jones was oh, okay, yeah, yeah, got abysmal. Bailey's out. Uh, Mitch Trubisky came in for a couple of plays and was was bad, and he might be. I guess Pickett looks like he's going to be okay, so he's he's going to be fine. And then uh, I hate to say the other one. I don't want to. I don't want to say the other one. Please say it, Adam. No, he's local or or, or pal. Yeah, DTR. Yeah, DTR struggled. Not good. Yeah, not good. Um, Bears are kind of a mess. Not organized on the field at times, and not organized off the field. What is the uh, Chase Claypool story? I mean, he 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 stayed away, or they told him to stay away. Well, because we got both, we got that two different tales here. Depends who you ask. Uh, Chase Claypool is told he's not going to be active. You're going to be inactive this week. Well, that means you still go to the game. I mean, you're there. I see all the Raiders inactives every week. Uh, told you're not going to be active, and then he wasn't at the game. After the game, uh, Iberflus was asked, "What happened with Chase Claypool?" He goes. Told him he was inactive and he stayed away. He decided he didn't want to be here. And then a team spokesman came out later and said, uh, that's not what happened. Uh, we told him to stay away. So Iberflus today said, I was wrong. That's good. Now, apparently what happened is somebody else in the organization, I would assume a higher up, a GM or somebody in the you know, front office, an executive said, you know what, just stay away. And that Iberflus wasn't aware of that, so I don't know. So broken. Such a, such a, such a microcosm of organizations when they're broken. Well, Justin, can't even be on the same page. Justin Fields is going to play like that. Keep him away for good. Well, you think the organization is broken? It's gone so well the last couple of weeks. Right. Someone will trade for him, right? Something? That's There's some so. teams with just... They gave up a lot for him. I don't think they're going to get what they gave up for him. They gave up a third or a fourth? Uh, I thought, didn't they give up at the end of the first? No. It was like the last pick of the first round or something. Let's uh, let's let's buzz on the intercom. <laughs> oh, boy. The vast research crew. See if they can look that up. What it, don't look it up. No, the host don't. don't look stuff up. It's distracting. Don't do it. I know you're looking at it. Um, are the Texans destroying their tank? Or is the tank officially over? Do they need to keep – because they did trade away their picks. So Yeah. They don't need, I mean, they don't need to. I mean, this has gone – did you expect this? Um, No, I didn't expect that. I thought they'd be bad. I, I didn't like – I said it right before the draft. I said it through the process. I didn't like really either guy, Bryce Young – or Stroud, um, Young is about. I mean, it's very early. Young is about what I thought in terms of my worries, and that is he's small, and he's fragile. So we're going to see how this works out. Stroud's been good. Yes, but what was the Claypool deal? Well, there, there's a caveat. So it was the 32nd pick. So, I, like I said, it was the end of the first round. Oh my god! But 32nd pick in a year where there was only 31 first round picks. So I remember it being the 32nd. Still, of the first it's way round. too high. It's not a third or fourth, Second, like yeah. I said. Yeah, yeah. It was essentially a first round pick. God. And of course, it's the Steelers that take advantage of fleecing some <laughs> organizations. Yeah, of course. He's a. Comp- I mean, I know there were other teams competing for him, but they weren't offering a freaking first round pick or the first pick in the second There's round. No chance. What a disaster. Yeah, it's a mess. So what do you think of the Texans? I saw Will Anderson had, what, a scoop and score? Well, and, a lot of- and Stroud's been pretty big, you oh. know, from a number standpoint. How'd he rate this week? Uh, Is he top ten? I got. I think I clicked out. No, I have it. Um, Stroud was eighth. Um, Pretty good. I see a lot of people already ready to do victory laps on this. I am not. Uh, I was on the CJ Stroud over Bryce Young bandwagon, but I'm not ready to declare that it's over. <laughs> a lot of people have declared. I think today was the day. Everybody said it's over. He's better than Bryce Young. He's certainly better right now. But I don't think you're. It's. It, I don't think it's time yet. To make some grand sweeping declaration that he's always going to be better. Look, he was a he was a a more NFL ready passer. I don't think there was any question about that. Um, 
and he's he's showing that early. But I think more more than that, like the organization seems to be just well run right now, uh, especially from the, the coaching staff. It look looks very very good, and they're doing a lot of good things. And they were able to put some players in place. They got two really good players. Yes, they gave up uh, a lot to do that, but they got you know one of the best defensive players in the draft, not the best, which is Jalen Carter clearly, um, and they got. I think the right quarterback. I think Anthony Richardson is good. Richardson is good too. But CJ Stroud was was NFL ready as a passer. Three six four eleven hundred three six four one one zero zero. Let's give away some boxing tickets um, coming up this Saturday. Chelsea, good venue inside the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Big fight between former world champion Zerto Ramirez going against former light heavyweight world champ, the common man Joe Smith Ramirez and Smith. Saturday, October 7th, Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. You can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, or you can stream it exclusively on DAZONE. But we've got two tickets right now. DeMond's going to hook you up for Ramirez and Smith at the Cosmopolitan, 364-1100, caller 7. All right, just past the halfway point of the show, Cofield and Company on a Monday. We go 2-5 to five on Mondays and Thursdays. we got Monday Night Football on the way. The Giants taking on the Seahawks. Adam Hill, Cofield, Damon, CSPN Las Vegas. So you wanted to be cautious in making a decision, and I agree with you on CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, right? It's been yeah. better for Bryce Young, worse for Bryce Young early. He's also he got injured. Stroud is leading one of the surprise teams in the NFL out to a good start, and he's played well. But these these things take time, and Adam has cautioned us many times in the past. Even after you know a, a good first season, be careful, be careful. Even a good second season. So I don't want to put the nail in the coffin of Bill Belichick, but this is starting to look real bad. His personnel decisions, especially in terms of game breaking speed, offensive personnel, it's just it's flopped often. And yesterday was rock bottom. They were not even competitive in that game. The Cowboys beat him by 35. It's the worst loss with Belichick as a head coach. It's terrible. And Mac Jones, as you mentioned a couple minutes ago, was just gross. Uh, I, I think I, I, he might have done it like five times, but he got – there was a pick six where he threw across the field because he was successful throwing across the field. You know, he reversed course basically. I think he was going right, and he's like, oh, there's someone all the way across the field. Let me zip it over there. Wide open. They got a gain. He tried to do it again. Nope. Gonna spy on that one. I mean that's that's a rookie mistake. Like unless you've got a howitzer and you really can see all the field, you can't throw that pass. Can't be making rookie mistakes in year three or four or whatever this nope. is. Whatever this is. And hey, Belichick is a big part of the blame for retarding Mac Jones' development by having him work with the schlubby former DC of the team, Patricia and Joe Judge. It's a good word, right? Schlubby. Especially since uh, Patricia liked to criticize others for how they were dealing with posture. Like, he's the king of schlubbiness. So, that hurt Mac Jones' development. And, I mean, it, now this this is starting to look like this is freaking, like, rock bottom rebuild. Uh, and I, I'm not going to suggest that Bobby Kraft is going to pull a plug on this thing. But I do wonder if Linda and, uh, you know, Nike can't speak the dog. <laughs> If there's some long conversations at home where he can admit, like, I screwed this whole thing up, um, I got to get out of here. Like, we thought McVeigh was going to do that, right? Yeah. We thought McVeigh, like, hey, went for broke, 
got a Super Bowl, and he's like, I'm just going to leave the disaster in my wake and get the hell out of here, and I'll just go somewhere else. Like, Belichick, because I think he wants to keep coaching, but right now he ain't. The record, is it Shula with 338 for wins by an NFL coach? He's at 299. He ain't getting there. Not with the Patriots. No. Like, you better. We will if he's there six more years. Right? I mean, you better find another organization that's in much better shape and try to be their savior. Who knows? You know, maybe Brandon Staley doesn't work out with the Chargers. Now, the problem is, I I don't think, uh, and Belichick's pay demands, I'm sure, aren't even that high. But, well, but I don't think he's going to work with Spanos. But a situation like that where he's so, like, I got to reset this because I effed this up so badly with the Patriots. They are so behind the eight ball. I got to get the hell out of here and go somewhere else. Well, soon Tom Brady will be, make, will be making business decisions in Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be making football operations I, yeah, I decisions. I don't think uh, – A reunion? I mean, we can get into that whole thing. I Yeah, I don't I don't think MD is going to be fooled by a, a Patriots group again. You don't think you don't think that if Bill Belichick said he wanted to take the Raiders job from McDaniel's that Bill Bel- that Mark Davis would say yes, and then Josh gets to stay on as a, as a as we'll rework your contract. Player. We don't have to do a buyout near the OC. I don't yeah. know, man. It's bad, right? Belichick, it's bad. It's it's, this is terrible. It's not good, but but th- it's also a case of you know we talk about this all the time, and you know people don't like to go through a full tank, a full you know dismantling. It's tough to watch, especially at the end of what that was. And I don't think Belichick had the appetite for it, but they should have yep. because they tried for the last like four years to patch things up and patch things together and try to make it work. They should have tried to tear everything down. I can only imagine what Boston Sports Talk Radio was like because this guy was untouchable. No one could talk negatively about him. But what? I, I mean, there's only so much equity you have, and he he was tremendous. But at some point, you're like this. This I mean, here's a good example, right? They have very little explosive offensive talent. I'm not even saying this guy is explosive, but this guy was available over and over and over again to the Patriots in this draft. Stafford throws. There he is. Four. Stafford throws. There he is. Nakua to the end zone. Rams win. Puka Nakua. Fifth round pick. The Patriots took a kicker in this year's draft before him. Chad Ryland, who, by the way, is four of seven so far on field goals. Getting it done. It's not a lot of attempts. That ain't getting it done in the NFL. Well, they, they, they took Carlson, a kicker. Daniel Carlson's one of the like, best kickers in the league, and he started off that way. They took a kicker about 41 spots ahead of Puka Nakua, who more than looks like at least a legit number two receiver. At least. He's going to be number two when Cup comes back. That's just one example over the years of just botching it in the draft on offense. What have they ever gotten receiver right that was a draft pick, not a not a, somebody they brought in? Like very, very plenty, plenty of them looked right because you have Tom Brady. Yeah. Disaster. It's, a, it's an uphill battle. And, and for a guy that I, I was so waiting – to trample all over him when this inevitably would happen, I can't even do it. Well, he's an old man. You feel bad. Well, he's you know it's funny. He's looking at too. Remember that? Remember that big? Uh, remember the big the big barrel chest and JVT was like, ah oh, man, he's built up. He's doing the upper body work. They had a picture of him. 
I think it was after the pick six, whatever whatever that pushed it to, like 28-3, and it's just his hand, just a long shot, like, going down his shoes. Oh. I think- Slow motion over and over again. He takes off his hat. He's a mess. He just looks slovenly. You were just telling me about what? One of the uh, We got a, a personality at uh, Lotus who just got a hair job. Yes. You, you picked it out. What? You were at a game and you're like, well, look at, look at the hair. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Was it a. T- Never mind. Yeah. I, it a, Belichick, it a Belichick needs game? a whole reset. He yeah. needs. It's a mess right now, on and off the field. When I see somebody, you know, I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I walk up and I say, hey, take a trip to Turkey. And because uh, it's clear there's some new do up there. What they say. I think I know who you're what talking they, about. What they I, say. I saw one, there was one that was very obvious the other day, and I was like, whoa, what is this? A lot more hair? Yes. A whole new head. Drug? Propecia? I don't know what it is. Oh, you're saying it got the hair job. Yeah, a hair job. Where? He said he took a trip down to Mexico, not Turkey. I guess they do know. that. I didn't Apparently. know Mexico was a destination. Can we look it, that it up? Was, but no, I don't think you. It's very, it's very clear. I don't care at this point. Okay, that's fine. There's a lot of boldness in the if back. We're talking about the same person. I, we probably are. If I, I have to look up the date. That San Diego State trip for UNLV basketball. I'm, I'll go down on a Monday. What if it's like a? I'll wear a hat on the sidelines. It's like a three day procedure. You got to be in there. They it's worth be, it. All right. I got to find out the price. You pals with this guy? I could put. I could ask. Okay, let's find out what the price uh, was. You think he's? You think he's gonna be forthcoming about it? Yeah, he was very forthcoming. Right. By the huh? way, did you? I asked you in hour one. Uh, we have all these people with the weight loss now, right? Yeah. A bunch of people with a massive weight loss. Uh, See, who are you, you mentioning? What Post Malone? Yeah, as the celebrities, I mean, all unbelievable, the celebrities. Unbelievable the weight. Steve, these if you want to get on the O, I could put in a word for you. Yeah. I All did, right, we're I, working that. I did want to say, um, go just going back to Belichick real quick. Like I thought it was pretty clear last week, not when he's making Taylor Swift references. Like it's over. He's given up. It's over. That's not him. It's not. It's not him. Yeah. That, that to me was oh boy. This is this isn't a good sign. So maybe he needs to take a year off, get on the O, get a nice hair job. He can do wonders. It, it can't. It was awful. Have you seen Tracy Morgan, the weight loss? No. Oh, yeah. Trim down. Do you guys know who Lainey Wilson is? Yes. No. Yeah. Got sort of blow, blew up because she was she's a good singer, but she, was, she also had a cameo on Yellowstone, and then she, she hit – it was odd. She hit big on social media because she's got a huge rump. And then all of a sudden, she like I think she felt pressure to have like a huge rump, but not be you know a little bit a little bit heavy. I mean, heavy. She was probably like 140 pounds, but now she's like rail thin. Yeah, I feel like she. It might be hard work. Might be hard work. I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but man, some dramatic weight loss. Belichick, Belichick, and I will be in a weight loss battle and a hair battle. <laughs> so the hair job was that bad on this person? So. What, was it too to dark? <laughs> well, well, someone was obvious to you. What'd you say? I missed it. What'd you say? I said, let's go to break. Let's talk. Yeah, that's a discussion we can't have on the air. To have a physical advantage and then have to hide it when you're on camera. So I have I have a tough time. Um, this is what we're talking about. I'll, just, I'll admit it. Um, you know, doing the uh, Silver State Sports and Entertainment uh, Network TV around UNLV here and there, um, I am very handsome, and I try to kind of downplay that when I'm, I'm kidding. I thought you were going to say Adam where he gets all the good stories because the players look at him as if he was a former player. True. That's the size I, advantage I do, that I, he has. I do believe uh, eye to eye with football players, if they're if they're big fellas, does help. Yeah, they're like he gets it. I saw. I don't. 
I saw some guy, uh, he, was, he was making this algorithm on TikTok. I can't, old stuff I used to get, I can't get it back. Anyway, there's some guy, he looked like he was sort of breaking into the media and doing a bunch of interviews. And then I saw him one day, because uh, I was like, hey, is, is he good? Is he annoying? I don't know. But he was talking to J.J. Reddick, and then he was like taller than J.J. Reddick. I'm like, I think that helps. I think being 6'8", when you're talking to a 6'7", or 6'6 six, six guy, 6'5", six, 6'4", six, so I think Reddick's 6'4". Is it so the guy five, who six, does six. the weird voice? Uh, I don't TikTok know. TikTok guy? I don't know. What if I told you? Uh, yes. Yes. I can't stand that guy. I, I know he's annoying, but then I got some respect. I'm like, well, he's tall. That's all it takes. He's 6'6", six, six and you know, Reddick's 6'4". He's right there with him. That voice just drives me crazy. I feel like it's like a TikTok. What if I told you that Jimmy Buckets was also getting buckets? I know it is. And another is, you're right. You know, you're like, right. Okay. You're right. Adam's like TikTok. What? Yep. Huh? It's where I'm all on. my prep. I'm on. It's where all my prep is. Actually, I I hurt the show because I because Musk has ruined my life with this stupid X logo, I and it. I hit every time I want to go to TikTok, I hit X. So then I was like, I'm gonna drag TikTok off the front page. This is how simplistic my life is. And then I get excited about. It. I'm like, oh yeah, now I've got it organized. I moved the doc, the uh, docs button on Google Docs. Like I moved it somewhere else. I'm like, this is more efficient. It took me like a year to do that. It's just baby steps. If if not for TikTok, I wouldn't have seen the guy screaming at Mark Davis yesterday. <laughs> that was great. That was terrible. We're we're gonna get to that. <laughs> that that is that that is a, that's a good random thought, but it's it's so applicable to how miserable MD looked at the game. So you know, I just mentioned the TV broadcast for. Silver State Sports and Entertainment Network. And we had a good radio call from Russ and Caleb. And the Rebels win again. They were somewhere between a 9-point and 11.5-point favorite. Emotional game. Odom got all worked up during the week, I think. He seemed to. He gave kind of a, a snappy answer at the coaches' show about a Hawaii D.C. saying, oh, we'll have more fans there. And he's like, hey, I don't know. He took it personally. And they wound up winning the Pineapple Trophy. They were in control most of the game. The deep shots are a little troubling. They got to get that fixed the next couple of weeks. But you now have an expectation, and the schedule gets a lot better from here. But you have an expectation going into games. You're like, yeah, they're going to score some points. Three three games in a row, 40-plus points for UNLV football, that's a change. Yeah, it's big. I mean, they're, they're, when I talk about the team, I, I always – Reference, you know, the past, and I I feel bad about that, but it, it's just true. Like yeah. they look like a real football team. They practice like a real football team. They appear to be a real football. Team. I think I think Odom wanted to snap today at the Monday press conference, and I'll have to put this out at some point on video. Someone brought up the fact that hey, you guys were four and one last year. You know, a lot of the guys were part of a four and one team last year, and I think he's he's kind of getting tired about hearing about the past. And he said it nicely, but he's like, we have 55 new players. Yeah. And then you want him to be like, F last year! I'm the coach now! It's different! But he's not going to do that. It's me and that guy. Yeah. <laughs> One of your favorite guys. <laughs> sure. Yes. But it's a different I, – I understand it's 4-1, and, one and yeah. it, it's a lot of people saying, oh, they were 4-1 last year, they fell apart, they're going to fall apart again this year. Like, it's not the same 4-1. and one. They Just watch. They don't make the same dumb decisions. They don't have somebody who has no idea what they're doing on the sideline. Like they, they actually, they actually play football, and you say, "Oh yeah, look this. This looks like a college football team." You thought last year. You thought the last couple of years at Arroyo was um, very. I don't want to say rookie or amateurish, but was uh, yeah, was was light amateurish. was was light on game day knowledge and decisions. Yeah. 
This, it doesn't feel like it with these guys. No, it doesn't. And it also doesn't. I'm going to go back to a theme that we can talk about at least 10 different coaches now and in the past. When you're the head coach, hire coordinators and let them do their job. So to Brandon Staley, stop calling the defense. Okay? And to your guy Hackett last year, that was stupid. You didn't need to run the offense. You're not even a head coach yet. Really? you got to be a head coach. And here in town, to Josh McDaniels, I think you got to get an OC that either let Mick call the plays you got to be a head coach. And actually, Odom, I talked about this last week on the coaches show, talked about delegation, and I, he, he's like, we've talked about this before. He said it nicely, but his answer was great. He's like, there is so much going – I'm going to paraphrase. There's so much going on in front of me in the game. That's where my team needs me. So I can't be running back to the bench to give motivational speeches. I can't be micromanaging the offense and the defense. And, well, it's, and you can tell it's not micromanaged. Like everything is thought out, and, those, and he's letting those guys coach those units. He is, and it's also it's it's not the full reason, but it's also part of it, it's part of the case I made in a in a column I wrote about analytics last week. Of look, it appears that many coaches are clueless on the sideline. Clueless, they're not. Like you don't get to that point having no idea what you're doing in terms of managing clock and and all those things. One of the reasons analytics is so important to me is that in a game, there's. 18 million things happening, and you we say 40 seconds for a play clock. You have six seconds to make a decision. It's make a decision, make a decision, make a decision. Like six seconds. So it helps to have a formula that says this is the decision you should make in this situation. That's why, to me, analytics is so important because there's so many other factors on you as a coach. And I'd say that because, to your point, like a coach needs to just – there's so many things a coach needs to do. You can't also be thinking about what player you're going to call. Like those things become very difficult, and it's why you see a lot of coaches make incredibly stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. And why I also made the case, and I saw a study about this, like professional Madden players are much better at it than NFL coaches. <laughs> and it's, it all, that's also the poker theory, yeah. right? Which is, back in the day, poker players, yeah, they'd sit at a table for hours and hours and play a game, right? A online player would be seeing... 20, 30, 40 times more hands. Hmm. So they have that much more experience. A Madden player is doing this over and over. They've seen this game situation 20 times. They know exactly what to do. They know how to manage the clock. They know how to run run it down. They know when to score, when not to score, all those things. An NFL coach might have only seen it once. It is a very different world. Uh, Quarterback Jaden Maiava, the redshirt freshman from Liberty, uh, by the numbers played his best game. Uh, According to PFF, he was a top six guy on the offense, and he graded out better in this game than the other games. We are going to have a situation, though, because Doug Brumfield is going to be healthy soon. The next game is up after a bye week in Reno. Here's what uh, Odom said about Brumfield and his return. Hey, he got a lot better last week uh, throughout the course of the week. Had a, you know, As the week went on, he got better and his health got better. So uh, we'll get another injury report later on today in our staff meeting, and hopefully he'll be cleared. It was cleared to a point last week, but being cleared and being able to go play are two different things. You know, play at the level that you need to, especially at that position. So we'll we'll see uh, what tomorrow looks like, and and take it a day at a time. Yeah, I think you know he's he's still proven in in our minds. He's been the starter, uh, is the starter, and and again, I think we've got three quarterbacks that can play winning football. I already got multiple. Why? As a response to that video on social media, so Barry Odom saying, basically, Brumfield is cleared that he'll go back to being the starter. 
Well, that's what I was kind of saying. Cleared and ready is two different things. Right. Which leaves the door open to it, it does. making a decision right. that said, right. you know what? Let's give a little bit more time here. It will be tough to make that, as you said, three straight games, 40 points, playing well. If that continues and he's out a couple more games, it would be tough to make that switch. Coming up, 4 o'clock hour, uh, Reno will join in. We'll get into the Denver Broncos situation. Boy, they pulled one out yesterday. Dan Jacobs, Judge Dan, will join us from the fan, and we'll also get some picks and angles on college football, the NFL, and tonight's Monday Night Game.